This podcast is brought to you by On Track Studio. Hello and welcome to the Stillness Everyday Podcast. My name is Herodotos and this podcast exists to help you find stillness in all aspects of your life, in finance, in health, in mindset, and in your relationships. I created this business because I believe that if you can develop the ability to find stillness in your mind, you will learn to create harmony in all aspects of your life. Find us at Stillness Every Day on social media or stillnesseveryday.com. A lot of people ask me how they can get started with meditating. Now, my first experience with meditation was at a Vipassana retreat, which is 10 days in silence but I understand this isn't practical for most people. That's why we created the Stillness Everyday Journal. This journal has a range of prompts which allow you to not only create your day, but reflect on your day at the end of it. The journal also has a range of audible meditations which are perfect for beginners. Check out stillnesseveryday.com. Hey guys, welcome back to the Stillness Everyday Podcast. If you missed the last episode, we are unraveling a bag from Coles. I went shopping at my favorite supermarket store and Alicia's going to tear everything apart that I have purchased. If you listened into the last podcast, you'll know that I'm not meant to be touching receipts, but on this receipt, I have spent $35, which I was actually surprised about because if you listen to my podcast on why supermarkets are not cheaper, um, I actually take down how they're more expensive. But what I've come to realize is they're more expensive in the things that you want to be buying. So if you're shopping in the middle aisles, buying the crap that I'm about to pull out of this bag, then it will be cheaper for you. But ultimately, you will pay with your health, which Alicia's about to tell you all about that. So welcome back to the podcast, Alicia. Let's get started. So you don't know what's in the bag, but the first thing I'm going to start with is my favorite breakfast, Sweet Bix. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so... I'll pass it over to you. So when you're looking at, like, if you pick something up off the shelf, the first thing I get my clients to do is look at the ingredients list. Like, I feel like most people are like, oh, look at the macros. I'm like, look at the ingredients. So the first ingredient is whole grain wheat. And wheat itself causes inflammation in the body, especially in the gut. Wheat triggers a protein in our gut called zonulin. And zonulin is incredibly inflammatory especially for our brain as well so just a whole lot of no and then the next ingredient is sugar which is fantastic um (laughs) sugar is also incredibly inflammatory and contributes to obesity so sugar stimulates insulin which is then what drives blood sugar unstabilization dysregulation is the word but yeah causing like peaks and drops in our blood glucose and therefore our mood and behavior mm-hmm. so this is something that we see in children so mums that are like oh yeah i've got my children wheat bix for breakfast and it's like okay well you've given them inflammatory wheat and sugar and now <laughs> look at their behavior so i used to eat wheat bix when i was um, a child mm-hmm. and i'd put heaps of sugar on top of it so Amazing. it's already got sugar so did i to be honest it's incredible so what about the the way wheat is grown mm-hmm. and they spray it with roundup which has got glyphosate in it how does glyphosate mm. affect the human body and how does it create obesity yeah so glyphosate itself is a a known toxin and also 
as we touched on the last episode, an endocrine disrupting chemical. So it interferes with our hormones, therefore leading to inflammatory conditions such as obesity and endometriosis. And mm. So how do we look out for glyphosate? Because obviously they're not putting that in there. Well, it would be opting for organic products, but if you're then going organic wheat bix, it's probably not the best way to go about it. <laughs> so hey, organic wheat bix is any better than normal wheat bix? No. No. It cool. would, I assume it would have the exact same ingredients, but they would just be... Organic wheat. Organic. And organic yeah. sugar. Yeah, which is amazing. So, so, so stunning. First thing, wheat bix, do not purchase it. For breakfast, eat eggs and bacon. I really right. thought you were going to throw that. I was going to. I was going to get my machete out and what destroy is it. That? All right, so <laughs> we've got Arnott's Blueies for children. So this is, you know, a friend of mine recommended, or not recommended, said that this is what his daughter takes as a snack for lunch. Right. Okay. Just like you to tell us about this one. I'd just like to quickly say <laughs> that <laughs> mums are definitely doing their best with the information that they're given and that's why I feel like it's important to like for us to keep creating content like I share information on my platform and you continue to share it on yours is because there's so much misinformation out there and people just get overwhelmed and they're just like oh I don't know what to grab so then they just grab something like this off the shelves and but it says here for health star rating yeah the health star rating means nothing the health star rating is based on the um nutritional panel so mm-hmm. the one that's like it's energy dietary fiber ratio and then it just goes off a bunch of other things it's mm-hmm. like yeah this is pure fiber but as we just explained it's it's not good garbage. fiber. yeah right so what's in what if you're a child consuming this what would you be concerned about i, I probably wouldn't be concerned as a child <laughs> no, no, as a mother the first ingredient is wheat flour and we just unpacked wheat Mm-hmm. in this um and then the next ingredient is vegetable oil so <laughs> just an inflammation bomb so vegetable oil yeah signals more inflammatory cascades in our body and inflammation therefore down regulates our detoxification pathways and therefore we're constipated not sweating breaking mm-hmm. out in acne that's another thing that we're seeing a lot more in children and in other people is acne and mm. our gut and our skin also have a bi-directional relationship so our skin impacts our gut and our gut impacts our skin so if you have dysbiosis which is a imbalance of good and bad bacteria in your gut mm-hmm. from eating things like this and not nourishing your gut with beautiful food from the earth and then you're constipated so you are keeping all those toxins in your gut and in your body it Mm. then recirculates in your system and when you're not detoxifying your those toxins just go to other parts of your body so then that leaches out in your skin and you get pimples and you get acne is that passed on like if your parents had acne you've probably got acne or can you bypass that but can you avoid it as a teenager this is how I like to explain all kind of genetic predisposition. It's like, okay, so my my grandfather has type 2 diabetes. Both of my parents had acne as children. It's like genetics has like loaded my gun, but it's my decision now whether I pull the trigger on it. Right. So like I have these risk factors, but like none of them are going to happen because I'm not going to allow it to happen. Right. So when I was a teenager, I just consumed like 
custard donuts, sausages. Like that was just my diet was garbage. And I had cystic acne all over my chest, all over my back, all over like cheeks, forehead, everywhere. Like there wasn't a part of my body that wasn't plagued with like Mm. pussy acne. And then the doctor was like, oh, you should just go on the pill. I was like, fantastic. (laughs) This was like me at 13, 14 years old. Had no idea Mm. what I was getting myself into. And then it just all went away. So I was like, sweet, don't have to worry. Still just fed myself garbage. And that's Mm. the thing because, and this is it as well, it's blocking our normal hormonal fluctuations. So like the rise and fall of estrogen, the rise and fall Mm. of progesterone and testosterone within a woman's body, you're not getting... So these hormones modulate how our skin reacts and functions. Mm. So like at different stages of your cycle, your pores might be smaller or bigger. You might produce more or less oil. So as after you ovulate and you go into your um, luteal phase of your cycle, your pores open more, you have more oil production and you're producing less elastin and collagen. So Mm. therefore you're going to get a few spots here and there. Mm. But then when you're on the pill, it's just like flatlining the whole time. So you're not getting mm. those like beautiful normal fluctuations. Sidestepped so a bit there. All that was coming to me while you were talking about having um, cystic as- acne when you were a um, teenager. Uh, I read Callan Krauss from Corrective Culture posted a lunchbox like a couple months ago. Mm. And he said something like the – he was thinking about that like poor girl is going to grow up and have really bad acne and it's going to be embarrassing for them um, when they're in school. Was it embarrassing for you having that acne? Like, were you embarrassed all the time? It was. I definitely just caked myself with, like, my face with the most amount of makeup ever, which then Mm. probably just made it worse (laughs) because then you're just putting makeup and other crap into your pores that then Mm. is creating more pus and more... Yeah, but I was definitely very insecure. I was Mm. not confident at all and... So I think as a parent to consider, like, sure, they maybe you can, you know, when you get, when they get older, like you, you became a nutritionist, you learned about health, you healed yourself. But to think about the effects that feeding your child that poor diet is going to have on them interacting with other children because Absolutely. they'll be insecure about, you know, their skin condition. What effect, you said makeup made things worse, or what effect does makeup have on your skin? I know we're kind of detouring from the Coles bag, but... (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, makeup itself, as we kind of touched on as well in the last podcast, contains just like a plethora of chemicals that are Mm. not only going to disrupt our hormones because our skin then just absorbs that, but it also clogs our pores. So our um, natural oil production that just wants to like flow and Mm. just have a good time nourishing your face is just clogged and then once it's clogged you get like ingrown hairs and like pus tries to come out and it's just like a whole lot of yuck your skin unfortunately we might do another episode on makeup because i've got heaps to get through here bought lots of stuff yes (laughs) so up and goes yeah (laughs) these are common like in the morning for kids i know because we used to get them all the time at boarding school which is great. What do you reckon? Liquid breakfast. Where is... Okay. It's a four-star like, rating as well. It is a four-star rating because the first ingredient is water. So therefore it's like, oh, okay. So this has sunflower and canola oil in it, which is fantastic. We've double got penetration. Double penetration. <laughs> <laughs> There's more, more wheat, processed corn, 
cane sugar, and I don't even know like the percentage of sugar. Where are we? I could probably break that down. Okay, so in one of these, just one, there is 16 grams of sugar, and then so a teaspoon of sugar is four grams, so four, eight, 12, 16. That's four teaspoons of sugar that you're then just slurping. Yummy. Yummy. And then it has added fructose to it as well, which is stunning. What's that? Fructose is an even more accessible sugar that's um, just more highly processed that goes straight into your bloodstream. So just right. people being like super wired after right. they have one. So you have a really like high spike as a child. So if you had wheat yeah. bakes for breakfast and then an up and go <laughs> yeah. and you went to school, do you reckon you'd be sitting in a classroom and paying attention? Yeah. I was going to say something, but I feel like it'll be too controversial. <laughs> um, we like Yeah, it definitely would disrupt mood, focus, memory, mm. cognition. It's just like everything we want to optimise in a child, it's just going to disturb. Right. All right. Tin tuna. This one must be good. It's tuna. Mm. <laughs> so this is what we spoke about in our last podcast. BPA is lining this tin, therefore contributing to hormone dysregulation. So it's got vegetable oil in it, but it's also just regular tuna. And tuna is just by itself quite a big contributor to immune dysregulation and um, like allergies, eczema, dermatitis, those kind of things. So we're seeing like never seen before levels of like food allergies and tolerances and other just reactions in children and that's yeah just um so that's because of tuna oh mass <laughs> like yeah not like just tuna but it is a contributor to it yeah. right so vegetable oil mass-produced tuna yeah like there'd it's be micro- microplastics in tuna bpa that would be that would be, that wild would be yeah and also microplastics yeah sorry and the BPA. Yeah. Amazing. But all of these are just like convenience at the end of the day. These are little <laughs> these are nice little snacks. And they're vegan. That's are they? Yeah. Okay, that's stunning. <laughs> so um, Oreo chalk split. Mm. Vegan. I, I feel like the ingredients of all of these are the exact same. It's wheat flour, sugar, vegetable oil. Right. With like just an inflammatory bomb. Okay, like so all anything of them are the exact same. Good. I'm glad I spent heaps of Money on the exact same on thing. On the exact same thing. Yeah. Good. Lee snacks. <laughs> These Did are great. Did you ever have those as a child? Uh, I don't think so, but I definitely saw them a lot. I did. It's oh, great. made with real cheese. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> so there's margarine, which is just vegetable oil. Um, preservatives. Vegetable fats and oils, sugar. What do they do to keep Wait. the cheese okay in that? Because surely cheese should stay in the fridge. Okay, wait, so cheese spread. And then it's got vegetable oils. I think vegetable oils keep everything because they just never really go off or do anything because they're so highly processed. Right. I um, guess um, oil keeps things. Yeah, and oh, there's preservatives. These, I suppose, have the exact same thing as what you're saying. I feel like they would just be wheat flour, surely. Flour extract from barley. Em- emulsifier. Emulsifier. Kind of. It, so emulsification <laughs> is when, you know, when you have, um, like if you've ever made a salad dressing from scratch and you have like mayo and then 
oil and they like they uh, don't yeah. mix together yeah. but then when you shake it it mixes together that's called emulsification so right. it so they have someone in there separating. constantly shaking it <laughs> no emulsifiers just stop things from separating right yeah is it good for you no well, it's not here nor there it's is it anything <laughs> oh the emulsifier is soy processed soy what's the problem with soy soy is what we call a xenoestrogen so contributing to accumulation of estrogen in our body mm-hmm. so what we spoke about with endometriosis and also like men who consume processed soy mm-hmm. is going to contribute to estrogen accumulation in their body and give them man boobs so what's the difference between processed soy or just soybeans i suppose like edamame are they soybeans yeah definitely so the further you take anything from its original source the more you're breaking down its nutrients and that's like saying is like coconut sugar or something better than white sugar Mm. it's in my mind like health is like in comparison to what so coconut sugar yes although it's better than white sugar i wouldn't say just like eat coconut sugar Mm. with a spoon it just it contains um, more minerals in it that then when you process it further that coconut sugar gets stripped away of all of its nutrients to just an isolated sugar that then is just absorbed very quickly into your bloodstream and wrecks havoc on your blood glucose or blood sugar. So if you just have straight sugar cane, is that okay or not? As in eating it? Yeah. Like from the... Straight out of the (laughs) See, this is the thing as well. Like when you have... um, like if you're eating it, that as well, your that sugar is binding to the dietary fiber that's in it, and therefore it's not going to um, be absorbed as quickly into your bloodstream, and it's going to have like a slower rise and a slower fall, like giving you more long-lasting energy. Is that not like a? Is that like carbohydrates or am I wrong? Right. Yeah. Cool. Sugar is a carbohydrate. Fruit roll-ups. <laughs> Used to see these around the playground a bit. Vegan friendly. Amazing. So sweet. I, like the thing is, like if you pick up a packet and you look at it and you're like, "What is four seven one four ten four fifteen one four four two one four two one?" Like, could you tell me what any of those are? Numbers. Yeah. Like, as in that, but those are ingredients. <laughs> It's like, okay, then put it down. If you can't pronounce it or you don't know what it is, put it back. Right. Like there's an app called Chemical Maze where you can look it up where it comes from and then it's like, oh, it comes from petroleum. And I'm like, oh, fantastic. (laughs) Easy, Mark. (laughs) So this is a really good one because it's quick and easy to make at home. Uh, That's like Um, all of these. They're just convenient at the end of the day. Yeah. Can you try and convince me of one positive from this? I can't. I'm looking at every single ingredient. And, like, I can't say that I would want any of these in my body. Not, not a single one. What if, you're, what if your child's really fussy? That's because you're feeding them that. That's why they're fussy. Why would a child want to eat that? 
because this is a, as we just spoke about, a quick and easy form of carbohydrates, which are converted into sugar, which spikes your blood glucose, which tells your brain, oh my gosh, we just got a reward. So then your brain goes, oh my gosh, the child is then, its nervous system is heightened. I just said it, like children. (laughs) Yeah, you can't assume their gender. True. So that's Um, fine. That's fine. So it's... yeah, spikes their blood sugar, which then yeah tells their brain, oh my gosh, we just got a reward. And then their neurons are firing a lot quicker in their brain. And then as soon as it's done, which like your body is then just going to go like give it that hit and then it's just going to come straight back down. And when it comes down, that's when the child... So it's like because crap. Because it doesn't... Yeah. For a child. Hmm. Because it's a high. It's like, fuck yeah. And then you need more of it. Yeah. Because then, and I kind of created a post about this, then your body becomes addicted to, not that food, but it becomes addicted to dopamine, like that actual Mm. spike that you're getting from that food. It's like, that felt so good. Mm. I need to have that again. And then when they pass like a lollipop or Easy Mac in the supermarket, they're like, they throw a tanty because they're like, mom, give me that now. Give me my high. (laughs) That's interesting. So it's not the taste of it necessarily. Like they make them taste good, but it's the... Yeah. it's the high that the child's getting. Mm, and that's also something um, that we can change over time. But these foods are what we call hyperpalatable foods. So all of the ingredients then trigger neurons in the brain that are like, whoa, that tasted incredible. So that when you give them a vegetable, they're like, that's boring because your taste buds are also changing and they change their turnaround is quite quick. So that's why you can go from a diet like this to one that is closer to the earth. <laughs> All right, so yeah, like so quick and easy foods basically give the child your child a high. That's the only reason they want them. So the more you can withdraw them from it, the less they're gonna you know crave the shit food. Correct. So if and your if child is fussy, wean them off the shit and make them eat healthy food, and then eventually it's probably like any recovering drug addict, they mm-hmm. eventually get used to not being on the high, mm. and they stop getting that little. <laughs> same with this i suppose so like what about wow 25 percent less sugar yeah amazing snakes so natural the natural confectionery co no artificial colors no artificial flavors 25 percent less sugar bursting with fruit flavor so this is so one serve equals two snakes i love serving sizes who eats two snakes out of a snake packet there's some good stuff. Spirulina extract. Ooh. This must be healthy. <laughs> <laughs> Jai loves spirulina. Here you go. So, yeah, when um, that would be like the green colour in that. Right. That's nice. Yeah, which is really sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so when, you, when a child's like um, not feeling well and they need like a sugar fix and you give them a snake, what do you reckon? Is that good for them? Just to make well, them feel better if they're not sick. So if they're sick, sugar driving inflammation, then inflammation causes sickness. It's like, okay, are you just trying to make your child more sick? Like, what mm. What are you trying to do? Right. So it wouldn't be temporary relief for them? Not at all. That would only make their mood worse, their behaviour worse, their like nervous system just absolutely shot. And when they're trying to heal their body, you're just shutting off and contributing to inflammation that then is driving down our immune response so it's like Mm. we want to upregulate our immune function when we're sick we want to stay away from things that would feed that so if you're on a what if you're on a walk and you just need a quick fix of sugar 
and mum whips out a little treat, a little treaty for you. <laughs> if you want a quick fix while you're on a walk, bring some fruit with you. Is it better? Better than the one serving us two snakes? Yeah. Less. All right, my favourite one is the V, because one of my good friends has one for breakfast. <laughs> Um, because Love you, Miles. <laughs> so this one's for you, Miles. Talk us through the can of V. So V, I'm not sure why people consume this. This is a can which contains BPA, um, so therefore is contributing to obesity. But in itself, we have artificial colours. So caramel IV is linked to inflammation and obesity itself carbonated water great sugar is the second ingredient so also just for those who aren't aware when we look at an ingredients list it goes from yeah the biggest contributors to the ingredients to the least so carbonated water is the first ingredient therefore makes up the most of it and then sugar is the second ingredient in one can oh my gosh there's 26 grams of sugar so 26 divided by four is six and a half that's how many like teaspoons of sugar are just in this like teeny tiny can and six and a half teaspoons or tablespoons teaspoons we have caffeine so not only we're having caffeine but we're also having sugar paired with caffeine so you are not only messing up your blood glucose because you're not pairing it with i mean you might be pairing it with food but if you are just having this on an empty stomach with nothing else, you are just going to get an extremely high spike in blood sugar or blood glucose that is going to tell your brain, oh my God, we're wired. And then you're pairing it with caffeine. That's just going to like dysregulate your nervous system further and just contribute to this like wired, just wired nervous system state. But I love how they just add vitamins to the end of it. Like it's got riboflavin, which is B2, and then just some vitamin B12 in it. Why would they do that? Why would they add vitamin B12 into it? Because then when you look on the back of this and it says composition information and you go, oh my gosh, I'm getting like 1.4 micrograms of B12, I'm getting some inositol, I'm getting some niacin, riboflavin, it's just good marketing. But would you be getting it? Well, that's the thing as well. Like if you, so sugar, which is basically just what this is, it's just sugar, creates dysbiosis in our gut, so bad bacterial growth. And then when you have bad bacteria in your gut, it causes intestinal permeability which means like our gut always looks like this and it's got tight junctions but then when you have inflammation or when you have dysbiosis it starts to open up and if you've ever heard of the term leaky gut that's Mm. what that is that's intestinal permeability so then like gunk and food particles and bacteria and everything can get inside your gut and then it causes bloating inflammation flatulence constipation all these awful things in our gut function and when we have this this leaky gut you can't absorb any nutrients especially vitamins it's like you're Mm. then putting it on what you can't absorb things on an unhealthy gut right and caffeine do you say you can't absorb vitamins with having caffeine or is that minerals that's coffee which is tannins Uh, it's not caffeine right so that doesn't have any of that in there it doesn't have coffee in it no it has caffeine we might as well just mention that now that we've brought we it up. Can, so yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't drink coffee with your meals. Yes. Because? Because. So coffee contains what's called tannins. And this is found in 
black tea as well as coffee and this binds to minerals particularly of concern iron in our body and so binding to it and then drawing it out of our body so we can't then utilize it as we should for energy brain production brain production neuron production in our brain right and function amazing well that's all i've got in the bag So basically, it's safe to say that all of this can go into the bin. Yes. Amazing. Or we can gift it to a friend. A friend. So you would feed, you would gift this to your <laughs> I'm friend. I'm only joking. <laughs> I don't feel comfortable giving this to anyone, so I'll be putting it all in the bin. Good. Thank you for listening. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> Thank you for having me. If you want to um, find out more and pick Alicia's brain, Mindfully Holistic on Instagram mm-hmm. and maybe tiktok maybe new website yeah and if anyone has any nutrition questions um send them to me and we're going to be making a bunch more videos uh, to try and make the population healthier because china is coming <laughs>